Welcome to the Run Drive Review. My name is Scott Jennings and today we're going to talk about all businesses are described by three financial reports. The balance sheet, the P&L or the income statement, and then also the cash flow statement. Today we're going to talk about the balance sheet. The balance sheet is a real simple mathematical formula. It's not very complex. The balance sheet has three main variables. The first variable is owner's equity, which is also known as net worth. And then we have assets, which are things you own, which are worth money. And the last thing are liabilities. And the difference between assets and liabilities becomes owner's equity. So simply stated, mathematically, the balance sheet is just owner's equity equals assets minus liabilities. So your value as a company or as a stockholder or as the sole owner of a construction company is, is that, the owner's equity. But today we're gonna to talk about just the liability section. So when you open up a balance sheet, the first section is going to be the asset section, which we talked about in a previous presentation. The liability section is what we're talking about today. The liabilities are all organized in order of how quickly they're due. So when you go to the liability section, the balance sheet, you're gonna see things which are due in the next 12 months. Those are called current liabilities. Everything outside of that current liability section is not a current liability and is called not they are long-term liabilities but that's really not an actual term on the balance sheet you won't see that so let's talk about what current liabilities are current liabilities the first thing you're probably going to see is accounts payable accounts payable is what you owe immediately or in the next 12 months to your suppliers to your subcontractors to all those people and probably those things you owe in the next 30 to 90 days but anyway those are current liabilities the next thing you're going to see on there which I'll get into here in a moment is the current portion of long-term debt. We'll get into that in a moment. You saw in the article that I started with in the My Story section, the accounts payable. The accounts payable, you're gonna know when it's getting too high, probably because your vendors are gonna start indicating that it's too high by not quoting you, by quoting you higher than they used to quote you, or if you still owe the money, they're probably gonna want you to pay them not net 31, not net 60, net 30. You might also see some joint check requests coming in your way where Vendors are asking your clients to actually joint check you, so it'll come out to your company slash their company, and they're gonna get their money right away because you won't be able to hold it even for a second. The next thing after accounts payable we talk about is working capital. Now working capital is really just a measure of cash. You go onto your balance sheet, if you do this with your own balance sheet at home, take your current assets minus your current liabilities, and that number, whatever it is, 100,000, couple million, whatever it is, that's your actual working capital. And if you didn't know it, a lot of bonding companies will bond you based on that number. So if that number is large, they'll take a certain multiplier and they'll multiply your working capital by that number and that is your bonding program. Because as you saw in the end of the article, there's a little credit card there and your bonding program is nothing more than a credit card. You have so much capacity within your, within your bonding program that your surety is going to extend you. A lot of times that number can be 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 times working capital. So for ease of math, if you have a working capital of $100,000, you're going to get 1.5 million of bonding capacity. You have a million dollars in working capital, you could get 10, 15, 20 million dollars of bonding capacity. And the last part I talked about in the article was the current portion of long-term debt. It's a mouthful, but like I said in the article, if you understand what it is and you ask your controller of it or you ask your CPA of it, you're going to get one of those faces like, how does he know that, he or she know that? So what is the current portion of long-term debt? Let's say you buy an excavator today for $200,000 and you buy it with someone else's money. So you bought a five-year loan. So that $200,000 has to be financed over a period of five years. 
The current portion of that $200,000 is $40,000, right? Because you're gonna pay $40,000 in year one and then another $40,000 in year two, three, four, five, right? So it's $40,000 a year. Well, of that $200,000 loan you got, only 40,000 of it is the current portion of the long-term debt. And that means that that should be the only amount of money in that $200,000 used to calculate your working capital. So in the example in the article I wrote, Check to make sure that only the current portion of your long-term debt is in there. Because in the example, if you had a $200,000 excavator and that whole $200,000 was in a current liability, which I've caught my own controller doing and my CPA wants doing, it's gonna reduce your working capital by $160,000, right? Because the $40,000 is the only amount that should be in there, not the full 200. And that $160,000 of money that shouldn't be in the current portion of long-term debt is in that account, is in your current liabilities, and you've just reduced your working capital by $160,000 and your bond bonding capacity by 15 times $160,000 or $2.4 million. I hope this was helpful to you. And if you have any other questions, you can email me at the link below. And I look forward to any questions you have and look forward to seeing you next week on the Run Job Review. Thank you.